It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I've done all the entrepreneurship things, but I understand the dynamics of being an entrepreneur. Just because you have a business doesn't mean you're a boss, doesn't mean that you're going to get money. So I had to unlearn again being an entrepreneur is service. What is the what is the product and service that you have that people need? You're listening to Money Moves, powered by Greenwood, a finance podcast dedicated to dropping all the knowledge and gems from the world's leading celebrities, entrepreneurs, and experts in tech, business, and more. I'm your host, angel investor, technology enthusiast, and media personality, Tanya Sam. Each week, we talk with guests who are making significant strides in their fields and learn how they are making their money move. If you're someone who's looking to make your money move, you're in the right place. So open up your notes app and lock us in because this podcast will give you the keys to the kingdom of financial stability, wealth, and abundance you so rightly deserve. Before we start the episode, I'd like to remind you to check us out at gogreenwood.com and follow us on social media at Greenwood and me on all things social at It's Tanya Time to stay locked in to new episodes. On today's episode, I am so pleased to introduce to you branding expert, author, and CEO, self-care advocate of the Women Who Boss Network, Natalie Nicole Smith. Hi, Natalie. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today because I love women who embody bossness, business, entrepreneurship, and you are truly that. So welcome and appreciate your time today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So I want to start at the beginning because on Money Moves, what we love to talk about is how people are making their money moves. Right. But I want to go back to the early days of Natalie and, you know, how you were raised to think about money. What were the mindsets that you were either taught or not taught from your parents and how has it evolved over time? So, you know, that's that's one of my favorite questions yes. because I feel like because of social media, people see the success. Yes. But they don't know the story behind the glory. Yep. So when I first got into business, it was really, as a young girl, I was selling candy. I was selling different products in school because I wanted money and I needed money. Yes. I grew up in a single family household. My mom, amazing mom, but it was hard. You know, it was a hard situation um, growing up. 
And at that time in my life, growing up in a single family household with my mom, in the house with my grandmother, not having my own bed to sleep in, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how hard it was to attract money and save money and have a great relationship with money. So relationship with money. It's the relationship. So the hustle wanted the freedom and wanted to be able to buy the things, but understanding how to save money and to use the money in the right way, understand that this is God's money. Every dollar is not yours. That's where I had to like unlearn and learn. It's leveraging like that's so interesting to hear you say that it's leveraging this relationship with money. You can have a little bit, but how you can use that to have more, provide for your family, all these things. And I, I love asking this question because I think it's it's like also being able to take a step back and understand the relationship that we have with money from the early days and how we carry that forward, right? And how we have to let go of so much of that in order to heal properly. Mm-hmm. You have to go to the root of it. You have to understand that okay. I am not my past. Yeah. I'm going to heal from the trauma, maybe of not having money. Because I grew up in a Trinidadian Guyanese household. What? Immigrants, got yeah. that green card. They got the citizenship. Like that whole ordeal, that was my life. Yeah. And money was not, we didn't have a lot of it, right? So as I grew as a woman, went to Howard University, there still was a lot of black there. Mm-hmm. You know, going to Howard University, everybody, a lot of people there, either have scholarships or their family had money. I still was There's cheap. a lot. Yeah, that's so interesting yeah. because I think that that dichotomy of having this diverse back, going to Howard University, which is a historically black college, yes. but then seeing like, there's a legacy there. People are like, I'm third and fourth generation. Yes. And, you know, coming in, there's a struggle there. And I think you said the word trauma too, being able to own that some of those memories aren't good. You have to heal from it, mm-hmm. just like a relationship, just like, if you go through any type of triggering moment in your mm-hmm. life, in order for God to, for you to really receive the plans that God has for your life, you have to forgive your past and you have to be in your present and you have to really build that relationship with God so you can understand how to handle the money that he gives you. So an interesting fun fact about my story is that I grind. I was a, I'm a grinder. I was a hard worker for a long time and I, I never essentially wanted to be a millionaire. I just wanted to be free. Mm. that's all yeah. it wasn't like oh I need this amount of money to be free it was like I want to feel good I want to pay my bills on time I don't want to date men for money I want to feel good about what I have so I did everything to do that from bottle service you know when I was mm-hmm. in college opening my first salon when I was 22 years old I've done all the entrepreneurship things but I didn't understand the dynamics of being an entrepreneur just because you have a business yeah. doesn't mean you're a boss it doesn't mean that you're going to get money so I had to unlearn again, being an entrepreneur is service. What is, it, what is the product and service that you have that people need? So as I grew my career in the entrepreneurship world, around the seventh year, I would say the seventh year of entrepreneurship, that was my, my year of favor. That was the year that I didn't just earn $1 million that first year, I earned four. You know, that first year. I, I So much here because number one, you already spoke to unpacking this idea like on the internet on social media it looks like this was just overnight yeah overnight. i just grew up i bossed up and here you are it's like seven years of hard work a lifetime of like struggle you know from childhood to this and then you hit your harvest year it was a harvest year and it wasn't i would say it was a sweatless victory mm-hmm. it wasn't like the whole like let me go around the world and just it was you did the work 
in seed time of harvest. Yep. And when you're faithful and the little things, God will bless you in plenty. He will give you abundance. So that was me, I believe, God say, job well done. Yeah. The pandemic hit. I was inside my 600 square foot apartment. I remember it like it was yesterday. Literally, the apartment was like this side. I love and it. I was in the apartment and, you know, apply girl on internet. But in reality, I was still working really hard yeah. to figure things out. Oh, yeah. We got locked in. And all I knew when we got locked down is do the work, have faith, be consistent, don't leave the house, we want to live. And that's what I dove into. Oh, I still can't believe we went through that. You know, COVID was just so crazy. But the stories that are coming out, it's funny, we talked to a lot of entrepreneurs, consistency. Consistency. Do the work consistently. That's it. it. Because faith without works is dead. So if you you can pray, you get on your knees every day. Mm -hmm. But if you're not doing the work, the, the assignment is not going to add up. You get what I'm saying? And I want people to like hear what she is saying because oftentimes we think, okay, you're right. Faith without works is dead. But what successful people do is do the work consistently. You have that routine. You have to be consistent. And you have to do what they don't do. So like, and again, my Mm -hmm. still trauma. Mm -hmm. And you know what I love about what you're doing in the platform with the conversation is because even when you get the money, what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. Because you can make all the money you know, you can, what's trust me, you can make all the money, you can spend all the money, you can lose all the money. And I think especially why what excites me about money moves and having these conversations amongst women, amongst black and brown faces right. is sometimes, and for a lot of us, people will share this all the time. Our parents did the best they could with what the they best. had. Yes. But we didn't sit around and have these conversations. Okay. Okay. So now you got a little bit of money, you got 1 million too. How do I do what do I do to double that, to magnify that, multiply it, save it, put it away for future generations? Right. Because these are conversations that will really change the impact that we have on building generations. Right. And they're super important. And it's healthy. It's healthy. Just the same way how we want to go to the gym. Yep. You have to know how to treat money. Yeah. It, it, it's money moves. What I love about it is that we all want to make some money, right? Yep. But how do we sustain it? How do we how do we keep it going? How do we create legacy? And that's where I'm at in my life now. It's like, okay, I did the I have a Lamborghini, I have the Range Rover. But come I'm, on, Lambo. But I'm but you know, thank you. But you know what I, I learned in that process, and I think I had to go through it, is that you can have all these things in yep. life and yep. not be happy, yep. not have peace. So six months after making the most money in my life, I got robbed at gunpoint. <gasps> yeah, six months later. And I'm not gonna have oh my gosh, that's traumatic. Traumatic. Again. Traumatic. But I think it was it saved my life. Because I was so like, you know, it's financial trauma. I never made this type of money in my life. I didn't know how to move. I'm thinking on Natalie, the girl next door still. I'm not thinking I'm Natalie, the girl yeah. on Instagram that, you know, yeah. I'm not thinking like that. So that day changed my life. I didn't just get robbed at gunpoint. Let's move past some material things. I got robbed of my confidence, my fearlessness, <gasps> uh, just me oh. as a woman, you know? Yeah. So I had to literally relearn money, relearn Natalie, um, empower my mind. Because when you get stripped from just your dignity mm-hmm. and your, your core values yeah. in life, it strips you to the bone. It strips me to the bone. Okay. So I want to, uh, I can't get <laughs> off this subject because it is so... I just, my heart. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC 
was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready that, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Was that to you? Because that is a really traumatic experience. It, it was, yes. How did you teach yourself to relearn that and get regain a sense of safety? So what happened was I started associating money with evil. You know what they say? You know, money is the root to all evil. I'm I was the advocate for that, right? I'm like the girl say, yeah, you're right. It's bad. And what happened was my faith diminished and my fear increased. It increased. Yeah. So everything I learned about God and everything I learned about life and I was a positive person, I no longer knew myself. And with millions of dollars in the bank, did not understand life. I didn't understand just forgiveness. I, didn't, I like literally, it was like a baby again. And it was interesting that I believe it allowed me to be relatable. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to be get grounded mm-hmm. again. It allowed me to understand that money is a resource and it's a tool and it's a part of your freedom path, but it's not the be all. Yeah. So I had to. I went from a space where 
I grind, I grind. Everything was transactional. So now I really cherish positive relationships. I cherish healthy relationships. I understand that money is the, the tool, but it doesn't control us. So it was a bunch of, um, my mental health was in shambles. Imagine not wanting to live because you got robbed. It's like, Natalie, most people are like, well, you just got robbed. It's a big deal. It's a big now deal. I'm scared of my own shadow. Yeah, now I'm scared to drive. Very big deal. Now I'm driving. I'm thinking someone's following me. Like it was very chaotic in my mind. And the battlefield is in your mind. And when you, but when you, when I'm telling you, when I gave it to God and I said, hey, God, you gave me the ability to attract money. I, my mom is on payroll. My dad's on payroll. You did not bring me this far to just fail. Yes, and I had yes. to get it together. I had to get it together. And it took, getting back into church, getting into my word, um, really forgiving my past mm -hmm. and just what I didn't know and then learning how to move differently. And in addition to that, understanding that um, this place, this, this place that we're living on earth is our wealthy place. Wealthy you know, it's place. our wealthy place. And you have this one beautiful life to live. That's it. You get what I'm saying? Yes. And like, what am I going to do? Live in the past and trauma? Or am I going to live understanding what's my next move? What's my next money move? How am I going to attract this wealth and be peaceful? Oh, Natalie, this is so beautiful. And I think that your words will really inspire so many people because this happened. So yes, I, I thank you for being so candid and sharing. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If we helped you make your money move, please share it with your community. Subscribe and leave us a review on iHeartRadio and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social media at Greenwood and visit us at gogreenwood.com for more financial tips. And remember, money movers, if this were easy, everyone would do it. So take the lessons you've learned from this episode and apply it to your life. Money Moves is an iHeartRadio podcast powered by Greenwood, executive produced by Sunwise Media Inc. For more podcasts on iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Make sure to tune in Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and subscribe to the Money Moves podcast powered by Greenwood so that you too can have the keys to financial freedom you so rightly deserve. Until next time. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilbur Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways you probably haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Questlove, and Kate Blanchett. In recent weeks, I had talked to actor Dan Levy, director Ava DuVernay, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.